Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about protecting your heart as you succeed. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. gifts make it room for him and bring it him before great things. Romans 12 3. For by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Protecting your heart as you succeed. Welcome once again to the Live Long Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the inevitability of your success when you are functioning in your gifts. You know, that's right. Every one of us has been gifted in some way that when we actualize those gifts that have been given to us, we're able to yield unimaginable fruit success, and prosperity. You know, your gift determines the magnitude of your influence, and it also can determine the measure of your impact. But as we'll talk about today, the challenge for most of us is protecting your heart as your gift begins to expose you to greater resources and greater spheres of influence. So let's talk about it. How do I protect my heart As I began to succeed in life, you know, John, the elder told us that we should guard against the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And I know that many times we focus on the first two because they're obvious, the lust of the flesh or the carnal nature and the vanity of going after the things that we see. But many of us overlook the third, which is the pride of life, and that is thinking that because we have accomplished something or we have acquired something, we then are something. It is the vanity of thinking that our accomplishments define who we are as a person and our value. So I'm going to give you some keys to protecting your heart as you succeed. Now, remember this, and this is the first key. Things don't go wrong. They begin wrong. So what really matters is... What is enshrined in our hearts as we endeavor to accomplish our goals? You know, do you want to prosper for the vain reasons of trying to prove something to someone or to look like you have made it to other people? Or do you just want to accomplish your God-given potential? Now, the second thing is this. It's important to identify relationships that are critical to your grounding. Have you identified relationships that are meant to keep you grounded, that are meant to help you to think on a level plane about who you are and your purpose in this life? Here's the third thing. Remain accountable to people who are not impressed with your successes. That's very important. 
you know, we have other people, uh, John Q. Public, that is, applauding us and patting us on the back and celebrating us and giving us rewards and bonuses. But we need people to whom we are accountable who are not impressed with all of our successes, who really can just talk to us as a human being and deal with us on that level. Number four, you must have someone you respect enough to not want to disappoint them. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I've always been somebody's boss, literally from 19 years old until the present day at 52 years old. I've always been somebody's boss. I'm always telling other people what to do. I'm always in a position of authority. So it's important for me to have someone in my life, my spiritual father, for example, who I don't want to disappoint. I respect him too much to disappoint my standing with him and to disappoint him as a person. And so it helps me to think twice about the decisions that I make in life. Now, number five, never leave the simple disciplines that made you a success in the first place. You know, if praying and reading the word and walking in love and really practicing your faith put you there, just remember that it's also those behaviors that are likely to be able to keep you there. So never lose or leave those simple disciplines. Now, remember number six, fasting and spending time seeking God has to be an ongoing thing. You know, you never want to get to a place where you become inebriated with your own opinion of yourself. Again, success can be seducing. Number seven, be mindful of your friendships and make sure you create relationships that are based on common values. You know, I often say that if you don't make relationships intentionally based on values, then you'll unintentionally make relationships based on your vices. Number eight, do not give safe harbor to a secret or a lie because these are the things that are surely to undermine you. Remember, wherever there is a secret or a lie, the enemy has an open door. So make sure you never give safe harbor to a secret or a lie. Always expose them to the proper authorities or counselors or those who God put in your life to help keep you honest. Number nine, practice introspection and meditation. You learn how to ask the right questions of your heart. You see, a lot of times, many of us don't really examine what's going on within our heart. We're too busy moving and grooving and accomplishing and we're living in flow and we really don't check our hearts. So make sure you practice introspection and meditation and interrogate your heart to see where it is from time to time. Here's number 10. Never discount the warnings and observations of those who loved you before you were successful. I'm going to say that again. Never discount the warnings and observations of those who loved you before you were a success. Remember, these are the people who have nothing to lose and really nothing to gain by speaking the truth to you in love. Here's number 11. Be mindful of the traps that come with success. You know, so many times, uh, many of us get into arenas and we get into spheres with people of uh, great wealth or great influence. And we don't realize that sometimes 
people that are very successful or have the out, outer look of success can live some very uh, abominable lifestyles. And there is a trap in being uh, or desiring to be accepted around these people and therefore compromising your standards. So be mindful of those traps. Be prepared to give a defense of the gospel. Be prepared to defend your values in any scenario. And the last thing is this. Never think more highly of yourself than you ought to. Now we open up with that verse. In Romans 12, 3, Paul reminds us to never think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. Now, two things this says. Number one, it says, think highly of myself. That's the imperative in the text. Because I'm not going to think very highly of others if I don't think highly of myself. The admonition is to make sure that we don't get into excess, to think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. In other words, practice and exercise sober judgment concerning yourself. Now remember, you got to love yourself in order to be able to love others. You have to value yourself in order to recognize the value of others. But the warning is, don't overdo it. Now listen, I know you know someone who is on the rise, who needs this word of caution or admonition or encouragement. Do me a favor and send this message to them right now. Share it with them. And remember, if you want Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. You can always find my messages on YouTube at Manifestations Worldwide. And remember, you can find me on Facebook as simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.